0: everyone, And welcome to Wet Hot American Moon Juice, a NaNoWriMo podcast. I'm Wham James, and I am joined by the illustrious and legendary mythical, perhaps, Tracy. Tracy, hi, welcome to season three.
1: Hello, it is so good to be here in the presence of season three. Thanks yeah. for having me once Just again. Sort of
0: like season three, sort of sitting on the couch, and you're kind of like. Yeah. Just sort of looking at the side of the eye, just sort of being like, <laughs> all right, I guess.
1: We doing okay. this? Do I get to reprise my role as Tracy Wheatley, writer for Exactly. <laughs> <Animal?
0: laughs> <laughs> yeah, is there some sort of audition or like, like do you need a resume or like, what's going on? And it Seriously. just sits there, just staring back at you like a, like a stone monolith.
1: It was haunting.
0: Cool. So, it's your pre-interview. Yes. There's so far been a theme of the previous two pre-interviews that I've done. So let's get into seeing if you are going to be theme or not theme.
1: This is an exciting, mysterious challenge.
0: It's going to be so fun. What are you planning on working on for NaNoWriMo this year?
1: Okay. So that's a lot of a question. <laughs> but I do have a plan, which I just okay. came up with in my car two days ago. So, okay. Because I had nothing. I'm like, I don't know right. what I was going to do. But I recently yeah. started delivering food for a delivery service around here, Ooh, which has been nice. going OK. But it gives me a lot of time to think. So that's like sure. where sure. all of my nano planning has been so far. So, yes, I do have a plan. Are you ready to hear about it?
0: Um, hold on. Now I'm ready. Okay, yes.
1: Okay, perfect. So I am doing something a little different this year. I want to do literary fiction instead of more genre fantasy, which is bizarre for me, but I really Mm -hmm. want to do more of a slice of life story where there is not a fantasy element. It's all reality and character driven.
0: Cool. Because
1: the last couple of years, something that I feel like I really, I start with plot and I have like big plot, big environment and world. And then my characters, I don't feel like they're actually... Making decisions or doing anything or changing, I'm just like, oh, they're just mm. literally servicing the plot and.
0: Got it. Okay.
1: Yeah, so I I wanted to start with character first. So I'm driving. I'm like, okay, what am I going to do for NaNoWriMo? So I was like, okay, I've been really into painting eyes lately, like just big eyes, like you know, on. I see. Yeah. Faces, not on potatoes, like person eyes, and.
0: What a midwestern like, correction. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: i was like i guess it makes sense not like the letter
0: if you were sitting here being like like potatoes (laughs) well and then you might be from the midwest maybe idaho that's not necessarily the midwest but you know
1: potato i think of anything but
0: california oregon and washington as midwest ish (laughs) <laughs> you know, I have a, I have a That's weird a region. Definition. There's like seven yeah. regions for me. Anyways. okay. So eyes like eyeballs. Yes. Got it. Okay. And
1: so I decided I'm like, okay, I'm going to paint probably around eight eyes and just kind of okay. let the paint do what it does on you know whatever okay. that's a really weird way to describe painting but i'm go- basically what is happening is i'm going to paint eight different eyes <laughs> give or okay. take depending on how it's going and then i'm going to give those each paintings like character traits and i'm going to like see Ooh. like what their vibe is and like you know and then i'm going to develop characters based on those Paintings, So they each get their own painting. And then from that, I was like, okay, so now I have these characters, what are they doing? And it's going to go between all of them. And at first I was like, okay, so I want there to be like an art class or something that Mm -hmm. they all end up in. And it's just about these people who ended up in the same space and like what came before and what came after. And then I was thinking more about it. And I think now the story is going to start with them there. And the whole thing is going to be told during this class. Like that's going to be the whole novel, but it's going to have flashbacks and flash forwards throughout. So it's going to be very jumping around but i want it because it's not like plot or like a storyline story necessarily it's about character and how they change and so i think it's a lot more interesting to juxtapose different scenes in their lives with what's happening now to explain how they are approaching whatever is happening and like where they go with it yeah with the experience later
0: that's very very cool I guess the first question that it brings to mind is, I know that in the past that you have that world building has been sort of a big October arts and crafts for all trace over there. Yeah, because like, it seems to me like your world building doesn't necessarily have to be you don't have to be like, I have to come up with a, you know, with the physics of the magic and with the right architecture of the blah 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 but does it feel like maybe a more I mean like how deep a character study are you planning on b- besides of course painting the eyes yeah how deep a character study are you going to start with how deep you're gonna go like at the beginning
1: Some um, I was jotting down some notes before we talked because before this I didn't actually write anything down all of my prep and planning was in my head so just like what I was thinking about is As far as like character prep, figuring out what they need and what they want. Are they going to get those things? How do they respond to that? Like, where are they coming from? How do they impact the world around them? How does it impact them? So just trying to figure out, I think, more of how they think instead of what their lived experiences are so far. So I want to explore that, I think, as I'm writing. So, I think I'm going to end up outlining first, which, again, is something okay. that I haven't previously done uh, for NaNo. Right. Before starting. Like, usually halfway through the month, I hit a crisis point. I'm like, oh my God, where <laughs> am I going? What am I doing? Help, please. <laughs> and then I create an outline. So, I want right. to do that first with more of, like, emotional things that I want to happen. Okay. And, like, looking at how I want the characters. Like, what I feel like they need to express instead of like concrete scenes that happen. Does that make sense? Right. May I explain that? It does.
0: It it absolutely does. Like you want. There's not. It's not necessarily a setting like a physical setting, but more of a an emotional setting and perhaps even an emotional like path or an emotional endpoint. Yeah, um, that makes sense. That's like. That. Listen, this seems really cool. Like I'm really <laughs> I'm excited. Really excited. This. this is. Grown up? May I may I call this like a grown up endeavor? Like a (laughs) it like
1: feels like that. I'm like, oh yes, literary fiction. I'm not. I'm done with that genre fiction of fantasy (laughs) now. No. I know nothing about literary fiction, so but I subscribe to a literary fiction, what like a literary magazine. With uh-huh. it's called Carve, and it's got honest fiction, and I haven't read any of it yet. So I right. should actually read those and kind of see what I'm getting into. Because it's not that there aren't genre elements from what I'm understanding of literary fiction. Is that yeah? You know, there's a lot there can be like magical elements to it and things like that but that's not the focus so it's more yeah. so the focus is the character and i think that's why i picked it because it sounded really interesting more of a complex like challenge for me and something that yeah. i haven't done and that was what i wanted to focus on this year anyway so i was like hey this is what it's gonna be so
0: that's excellent do you- that's really really cool yeah literary fiction is so funny because it's <laughs> so it's like genre is like sci-fi mm-hmm. so we know i can picture in my head what a sci-fi is people don't normally call it a sci-fi but that's just because they don't they're not really in the know
1: right exactly
0: but literary fiction is like so it's fiction that you write down like it's it's such a weird name for a genre because right. it's sort of like if they don't want to call it serious fiction because then Like they'll lose a whole bunch of people that also like genre fiction. But I don't know. Yeah, like when when literary fiction has those fantasy or sci-fi or like, you know, even like West, you know, West, any of the genre elements to them, I find it fascinating to see that addressed in that way. But I also really like seeing like, you know, Slice of Life, like you're talking about, In that there are intense sort of emotional descriptions and maybe more nuance. Like you're not making up a world or like, what does this laser do? It's blue. Have you thought about a blue laser? It's like more sort of emotional exploration, which is kind of, I mean, like that's an option. It sounds sort of like that's what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, that's more what I'm going for. It feels like the distinction is kind of, well, like with all trying to categorize anything it's blurry and fuzzy because this is like sure. you know always open to interpretation but it like it does sound really pretentious like just the whole like that's a vibe i've always had it's like oh, literary fiction doesn't make sense it's inaccessible right. and it's dumb and i'm not going to pay attention to it <laughs> but it's just it right. like it seems right. like <laughs> from what i read about it it's like literary fiction is a lot more like i said character focus which is not to say genre fiction isn't but then right. it also like genre fiction is right. more plot focused Where they're like yeah in literary fiction you literally don't like if you don't want to there doesn't have to be a plot like it can it's a lot more left up to like interpretation of the audience like if you yeah. wanted to take it that route yeah which like again you could sure. see that with For- any sort of story so it's just kind of that weird like categorization right. but it's i'm like yeah it's just gonna be more of like a signpost or like a guiding light to figure out Right. How I wanna frame it, because like that structure helps. And like what the expectations right. I mean, of a genre are always help, I feel like for me. Right. At least knowing yeah. what they are.
0: For sure. I think people do know what you mean when you say I'm going to do a literary fiction project this year. Yeah. It's just it's like I'm gonna do a poetry project this year. It's like, okay, well, like that tells me mm-hmm. something, but it also is like there's a wide swath of options, which is cool. Right. Which is, you know, where you wanna be. But yeah. All right. So you're going to do eight-ish eyes. Yes. Are you going to do those pre-November?
1: Yes. So probably next week, honestly, I'll do them
0: all. Yeah. Okay, cool. And are you planning on doing anything with those? Like, let's say you're going to publish this book or you're going to self-publish this Mm -hmm. book or whatever. Would you include... Those, I mean, you know, you haven't made them yet, so who knows. But like, <laughs> yeah, is maybe the idea terrible. that those are going to be part of the work? Maybe they'll just really suck. All these people suck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a class full of people with they're no really eyes. They're really boring. And, and- um, <laughs> 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 so are you yeah. planning on doing something with them in the art? Like, will they be like part of the cover or part of a chapter header or whatever?
1: I've really thought about that you know, believe it or not, like what I would do if this suddenly became extremely successful, like what I would do. Like for I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. Like of course they would all become part of the cover art or whatever. But right. more seriously I was like, do I want to be more meta with it and the characters are literally making these paintings in the book or do Ooh. i want this to be separate like this is just my inspiration point and then so if it comes up because i haven't decided like what like i want them to do some kind of like art class which is, okay. you know, could be anything. So, I mean, I'm more geared towards, like, painting and stuff like that. But we'll see what I actually come up with. So uh, that's that's open yet. So it might become part of the story, but I'm kind of leaning towards just leaving it out and making it a thing right. for me that I do right. for myself. Yeah. Okay,
0: that makes sense. That seems like a, a, a decent option to go, because that way you're the only one that has to worry about what you think of the, of the thing that isn't really part of. I mean, you're yeah. the one, only one that has to think about what any of this art, you know, writing and painting and all that stuff is. But for NaNoWriMo, it feels weird to also be like, and then I've added painting into <laughs> this thing that I'm doing. Right. Which you are, but like this can be an independent, almost like an idea generator as yeah. opposed to part of the project. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah.
1: Which originally is what I just wanted it to be and just keep it separate because that's for me. Yeah, And then it keeps other, you know, interpretations out of it too. So Right. Yeah.
0: Right, for sure. Yeah. Do you have an idea of where it's going to be set? Do you have an idea of like setting?
1: I don't, actually. It's a great question. And does that matter? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't know what that one. Cause it's like yeah, because I mean obviously it's all going to take place you know, the main story or whatever takes place inside the class, but they all have lives right. outside of it, clearly. So, yeah, I haven't decided that.
0: Right, right. And unless you're going to have it be like stories, like, the, you know, after class, we all gathered in the center of the class to tell our, y- everyone tells a story every night or, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, they have to leave. Yeah, that makes sense. So you have to, but even then, it could just be, I guess I don't, I, I guess I wonder how specific the setting is going to end up being. Right. Like how how much how specificity is how specificity is going to factor in, or if it is, would it be a Wisconsin art class? I picture art classes being in Boston because that's where my stepmom <laughs> took a bunch of art classes. Yeah, like or is it just city? And then John is a banker, and here's what his experience has been: whatever he's poor or something, ironic right. or cool, not cool, but like <laughs> you, you know, something yeah. to think about. <laughs> Yeah, great is what I mean. But then it doesn't matter. Like, oh, it's a it's that bank over on Broad Street, right? But
1: that's a good question. It's something to think about. Because yeah, I just yeah.
0: If any of these questions, you're like, I haven't thought that far. Whatever, <laughs> that's fine. I just th- this idea of like I, it makes me think about like you know Dave Eggers doing where it's like, <laughs> wow, where do you even. yeah (laughs) (laughs) what do you even do like how do you prepare for that preparing for books when you're an established author feels uh mythical to me like what do you even do but what about like pov like first person second person third person what do you have Mm. thoughts on that
1: i guess i typically i think i tend to write in what do i write in no i go between first and third i think pretty evenly so i haven't thought about that either yeah yeah It might be a thing where one character is in first person, then others are in third, and it goes between. But that also feels kind of weird. We could see
0: what works. People would be reading into the first person as Tracy. Yeah. When it wouldn't necessarily have to be the case. But yeah, that is what you run into. But first person can also be fun, because then you can say, I, and then some wild thing. I did four backflips because I love art.
1: There's kind of like a character choice that I could make, too, where it's like, depending, you know, there's a lot of different levels of like first and third person, whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: But it could be interesting to play with, just like, you know, narrator perspective, a third person character is closed off mm. or whatever. And it's hard to get into actually knowing what they're thinking because it's all in third Ooh. person or like a first person. I love that. Like close up, just right in there. You get there every single thought, yeah. which might be something to play with. And anyway, I feel like this, this nano is going to be a lot more playing with characters and just, yeah. cause what I like about this idea too, is that there's so many different, I mean, it's go- almost going to just be like a series of vignettes and short stories, Mm-hmm and trying to tie them together. So if I'm stuck on one or I finish something, I can jump off onto a different one and it gives me a lot of different places to pick up from, which I like because that's right. that's an obstacle. If I'm like stuck, I'm just avoiding it. I go straight into avoidance mode right. and I don't look at it for a full week and like I don't have that kind of time in November <laughs> to <laughs> right. just not right. do anything for a week because I'm afraid of figuring a problem out.
0: Yeah, so you'd, you'd almost want to engineer it uh, as much as you can to have it be like, as vastly different as pot like each character. I mean, like, you want to anyway, for it to be interesting. But like, right, I was just thinking you could if a story was done. The other thing about vignettes is that the length can vary. Right. So like someone's story could be over and you're like, that's it. That's the story. And then later, maybe it's like, actually, what if this and this and this? Yeah, and come back to it. But more like a like milestones or like markers for like all right this one's done Mm -hmm. and then you can kind of like store it away like a save point or something
1: right and i was talking um about this with kyle and i was saying that it'll be a fun project to like play around with the time and like move it around and like it's It'll yeah. it'll be something like rearranging it is going to be really interesting to see how that changes a story. So that's something else too, where it's like the yeah. arrangement is going to matter so much. So I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, obviously, in every story, yeah. that's how it works. You know, the chapters are in a certain order for a reason, but because <laughs> the timeline of is in the story in order. <laughs> but because. The timeline won't be linear it'll be like okay so when do i want to bring out this scene like when is it
0: that's that's really cool though because yeah. like you know whenever i hear this has happened this is the secret theme is that when i hear people's things i'm like okay how well how what would i do if if, if it was like <laughs> all right james here's i've given you tracy's project we've stuffed tracy away and you have to do her project before we release her <laughs> some something horrifying you know nanowrimo mm-hmm. um yeah
1: typical yeah. but
0: Cause like what I would what I would have fun with I was looking up like uh, the Tarantino universe today just because mm. I was supposed to be working
1: right you know as you do and
0: like how yeah exactly like you could do stuff with who is in the art class being an indicator of when this story takes place so like if the fourth story mm. the person from the second story is new but by the fourth story they're you know, uh, you know, the veteran or they're not even there yet or whatever. It can be right. sort of a, an indicator of like experience and time passing or time not having passed and stuff. Mm-hmm. You can do some fun stuff with that too.
1: Man, For this is sure. so exciting. Yeah, I was excited to think of it because I think there's a lot of places I could go. Like it feels like a rich yeah. adventure.
0: And the thing is let's say you get done with your eight eyes and you're at 30,000 words and it's the 15th. Mm-hmm. And you're like, huh, well, I could <laughs> pad these stories or you could paint another eye. Yeah. And you got a new character. Something like, wild that's, comes in. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. And then like, th- that's the kind of thing where it's like, you know, that's, this is the New Yorker one. Like, or, you mm-hmm. know, I've established this 10 eye vignette series collection of short stories, whatever. And then the New Yorker's like, do you have anything else lying around? And you're like, let me, when we paint you a new eye, I'll give you an exclusive 11th eye story. The 11th
1: eye. Finally, we we'll learn about
0: the teacher, the mysterious <laughs> teacher you. who we only see her legs, um, like Nana from Muppa Babies.
1: <laughs> the 11th yeah. eye is just the reader. And then that's a second person story. That's it's a second person.
0: Creepy. I love that. Yes. And now I'm gonna be disappointed if you don't do it. So That'll be the epilogue. That. Perfect.
1: <laughs> that that was something F-I-log. I was thinking about while we were talking too, is there's I don't know how to say this, but in certain stories, it would be great if I could think of an example. But where there's like the omniscient narrator that's not really a character, but they're separate from the story. Kind of right. like Good Omens. The okay. TV show, because I haven't read the book yet. But where it's okay. like telling you what's going on like now these 10 characters meet in this class and these are their right. stories sort of thing yeah could play with that but i don't know if i want to do that either or what the point would be
0: that might be a good framing device
1: like for myself yeah
0: i mean for yourself or for like tying the vignettes together if you wanted to right. be like then so and so have you ever read haunted by chuck Mm-hmm. let me give you a very nuanced recommendation perfect i enjoyed the book and also there's a story that i would implore you to skip because it is the a story that is one of like two stories gerald's game and guts by chuck palmiuk are the two stories that i've been like oh i'm going to throw up now i have to stop reading but haunted as a work Mm -hmm. it contains guts which is actually one of the only playboys i ever bought was because it had that story in it and i was like so boy this sure was a a playboy that i bought now i feel sick (laughs) <laughs> for great but it has sort of a structure not mm-hmm. art class not you know not anything like what you're talking about but only in the and now I'm going to tell my story we're sitting around sort of telling stories sort of deal and that wouldn't be how you would you know you didn't have to structure it in terms of like then angela with the green eye stood up and was like <laughs> i was born an actress and then you go yeah. into vignette 4 I really want vignette four, apparently. That's the one I'm really looking forward to.
1: I will share it with you promptly after it's written.
0: Fantastic. <laughs> I four eyes. It might be interesting to I mean, I don't know if you want to look at that. There's but it's sort of a, a similar thing where it's like these could be and many were separate, mm-hmm. and then they were sort of linked together with this framing device that I believe was a third a third person omniscient sure. sort of deal.
1: Like The Illustrated Man by Ray Bradbury is his collection of short stories. And his framing device is a man who has a bunch of animated tattoos. And then each tattoo tells a different story. One of my all-time favorite books.
0: I have it. I have started it. But the framing device was so much more interesting than the stories were (laughs) to me when I was 14. Sure. (laughs) Like, I have it on my shelf to finish. And I, you know, whatever. But I was like... His tattoos are the story. Yeah. That's so cool. And it is saying it now and thinking about it. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's a really cool framing device as well. Yeah. Tattoos. got a love you know, them. Not a lot of people say this, but I think Ray Bradbury is pretty good and influential. Yeah, author. I think not onto something. That. Yeah. <laughs> he something. Yeah. Yeah, he got really close. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tracy, I have one last question. And that is, how dark do you anticipate this getting?
1: I wasn't thinking. Uh, the intention isn't to make it super dark. Like I don't want okay. everyone to just be really sad and
0: like right. for it to be very depressing.
1: I want it to feel real and grounded. Like these could be real people.
0: Okay, but they're not all depressed. Okay, so you'll find. I
1: know it's weird. Something. I don't know where I'm going to, <laughs> what experience <laughs> I'm going to draw from <laughs>
0: for a person who's not depressed all the time.
1: <laughs> but maybe I can like interview the last happy person on Earth and see what they're doing.
0: Betty White.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there it is.
0: There it is. All right. That's actually that that's that's good to know. That's good to know because there's definitely like literary fiction where you're like, all right, well, I guess I'll yeah. go back to reading this, and then others where you're like, what, yeah, what a fun little jaunt through the human experience.
1: Yeah, because I like the. Not everything's good. Not everything's bad. I think each character is going to have varying degrees of how they see the world as good or bad inherently. Yeah. So.
0: Tracy, I have another question. I know I said the last one was the last one. But mm-hmm. what are you going to do when that part of your brain that I know and the listeners of Wham Juice know exists in your brain? You know the weird part? Yeah. You know that weird part of your brain? Where yeah. Where you're like... But what if, ta- what if one of them's a cow? <laughs> What's your plan for that? Because like, literary fiction can plan. have some weird ass stuff. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's a great question. I don't know.
0: Uh, I guess we'll see how
1: it goes. Maybe it's a literary fiction on another planet or something. Yeah. But- I mean, I, I do want there to be an ambiguously mystical part of it. Like, I think there's something right. that happens in the class that each character, because I think that's going to be more of the focal point, is that there's mm-hmm. something that happens. The reader doesn't know what the actual reality of the situation was because each character interprets it differently based on what Ooh. happened so one character might have a really spiritual experience and be like holy shit that was totally magic uh-huh. whatever and then another character yeah. might work really hard to explain away what happened and what they felt yeah like one thing is like i don't want it to be important to know the truth of what happened because that's not right. the important thing it's how each character right handles
0: it so there is going uh, to be a weird element yeah yeah well yeah i mean it's you writing for sure so (laughs) i'm i'm looking forward to seeing how you're like walking down the street metaphorically Mm -hmm. and being like yep just a normal literary fiction author just walking down the street. Right, no the one needs to things. look at me. <laughs> do, 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 do. These aren't pogo shoes at all. That would be amazing. The uh, movie Vantage Point is is a movie that I really enjoyed the one time I watched it. Sure. So I'm imagining like that, only instead of an assassination, it's like a metaphysical experience, which is very, actually pretty Tracy and pretty weird. So actually, that's yeah. that may solve it for you. Right Perfect. there is just like what is this thing? Hmm. well, Tracy, is there anything else that I haven't asked you that you would like to talk about about your project before we before we get out of here?
1: Sorry, Daisy is attacking my leg <laughs> 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 um. <laughs> Oh.
0: Daisy why?
1: Daisy not now. I don't have time. Um the only other thing is that one other like little bit of inspiration or like something I want to bring out in this is like the idea. We kind of talked about this in um about Agents of Shield. So in Agents of Shield they're like mm-hmm. certain points in time that have to happen and that's always what's going to happen. Right. So I'm like little convergence points in someone's life. So like for me, I have moments where I'm like that one specific thing, you know, it didn't necessarily change my life, but it put me on a different path. And obviously there were different right. choices I made along the way to continue on that path. But like literally right. my friend recommended um the Adventure Zone to me like five years ago. And if I would not have listened to that, I wouldn't have started podcasting. I wouldn't have gone to podcon. Like literally all the things that have followed that have were yeah. just because I started listening to The Adventure Zone. I don't know if, you know, half that stuff would have happened or obviously different things would have happened i wouldn't have just ceased to exist right. if i s- didn't listen to this one podcast right. um but it's just like really Maybe. fun for me to think about and yeah. terrifying at the same time like what would have sure. happened like where would i be what would i be doing and for th- sure. and you, I, a lot of people you know in your whole life you can analyze every decision like that but that just feels right. like a very big like pivotal there were two yeah. paths. I picked yeah, this exactly. one and it it's working out. So
0: I picked the pod less traveled by and
1: And that has made the audio difference. <laughs> <laughs> like podcon. I like distinctly remember buying my tickets because I was so on the fence. I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna go or not. And then you got me four candle nights, and that changed everything, and it's just like, <laughs> what a wild ride we're all on, folks. <laughs> it's
0: just weird yeah. to think about. but I want to know how Jen picked those things, because, like, if it was me, I'd pick it randomly. Yeah. i just randomly pair people. I think... So if it came down to the luck of a dice roll or something, mm-hmm. that's wild to me. Because
1: it was through Elfster, right? That's all random. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh. That's got random, you said. I thought you said that's not random. Oh I no, it, like, oh. it
1: is random. It's a random draw. But yeah, I was in a different Candle Knights thing and I don't even know who my Candle Knights person was and I don't even remember who I gave to. So it's like <laughs> 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 maybe I missed it's, destiny that there was too. Me. <sighs> <laughs> i'm so sorry no i did give to you once but there was someone else but anyway so in conclusion like the idea that there are moments where it's like this is this is defining this is big looking back on it and at the time it maybe did or didn't feel like it like it definitely i don't remember the specific moment my friend was like you should really check out the adventure zone i do remember booking tickets for potcon but yeah but those decisions... When I bullied
0: you into doing things.
1: <laughs> when you gave me the option of who I could stay with, which, you know, obviously also changed a lot of things. It's just... It, it's been a... It's, have I said wild ride already yet? Because that's the only description I can think of. You have. <laughs> if, okay, quick episode title. It's been a wild ride. There, I did it for you. Mm,
0: I would like to, to add the letter Y instead of I's. Mm. Like W-Y-L-D-R-Y-D. Because it's cool? I don't know, might be sort of like more like, you know, like tough.
1: Yeah, like edgy.
0: It, these uh, convergence points or divergence points, uh, insurgence points, um, <laughs> are... <laughs> this will be the fla- those will be the flashbacks that that your characters are going to be thinking on or
1: I think that point is going to be the class itself. So also another okay. defining experience in my life is when I took a 3 month job in Colorado where like I had some very intense friendships and like i still obviously value them very highly but we just are spread out Uh around the country and we just don't talk or i I guess i don't know if they talk to each other but anyway i'm just not connected (laughs) with them anymore but they still you know were super influential and changed my yeah they changed my life they changed me and whatever but that idea too is that you know even at podcon i was like oh my god never going to be in the same room with all these same people again and you know just kind yeah. of that appreciation of that experience
0: yeah i like that that means that you could also do flash forwards did you already did you already say that yeah. you do like yeah that's yeah, there that's, will a, be. that's an option I, I i'm sure you said but i hadn't let the dime fall on that one until just now that's really cool yeah well tracy i'm really looking forward to <sighs> thanks reading or hearing about it or seeing how many weeks it is before you're like okay one's a wizard one's a wizard <laughs> it but got weird
1: i couldn't help it they walked through a portal what was i supposed to do <laughs> oh god no, it's an art class in hell oh god <laughs> halfway through the story they walk through a portal and it gets weird it's not literary fiction anymore we have to re-record everything <laughs> jk
0: (laughs) literary friction oh my god that'd
1: be such a good podcast
0: (laughs) we just rub two books together for 30 minutes (laughs) you're Um, like
1: at the end you're like guess which two books these were
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'll send them to you if you get it right perfect it's always the Encyclopedia. well tracy this has been lovely i'm really looking forward to not only seeing what you come up with and seeing where you go, but also talking with you in November yes. about how it's going and sort of uh, reconnecting with you in various ways and various convergence points <sighs> yes. throughout the month as we meet in kind of like our art class. Yes. Which is this podcast, Whamjus, on mm-hmm. an NaNoWriMo podcast. Where we make art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that I like That is going to do it. I don't think I've actually signed off and said bye. I get thrown off because social media is done by someone else, but i thought what did we say uh aaron i came aaron sat there while i came up with the name dalix spaler mm. i think spaincer i don't know i the last name is a tougher one than than i've been having but anyways mm-hmm. thank you so much for joining me tracy and thank you listener for listening and tracy yes like we always say at the end of these episodes mm-hmm. yep
1: you sure uh-huh yep. all Yep.
0: right that's, that's I- it I- Mm -hmm. Are you an author who has met their word count for the day and just can't stop writing? Are you a non NaNoWriMo participant and you just want to have in on some of the fun of writing? Are you just a fan of the show and want to show us how good you are at putting words together? Then you can tweet at us at Wham Juice Pod or write us an email at wethotamericanmoonjuice at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.
1: The Scavengers Network
0: Creator driven, community focused, treasured content.